Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Good morning from the LitgoMetals.com studio. Let's do this program. Thursday, June 23rd edition. In our year 2022 of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, we have a couple of guests we want to talk about and several items of business to get into in this open. I'll tell you, today we'll speak with Carrie Goff, the new director of the Performing Arts Center on the main campus in Cenotopia. We'll introduce you to Carrie. I've got several questions to get with him and discuss and see if we can find out what all is going to happen at that new Performing Arts Center on the Northwest Campus with Carrie coming up here in our next segment. And then we'll get the District Director of Admissions and Records, the registrar, if you will. Miss Angela Dorch is back on the program. Angela will update us on the summer and fall registration information that you need. So prepare. We'll talk and introduce the new director of the Performing Arts Center, Carrie Goff. Then we'll get into summer and fall registration with Angela Dorch. Hey, there's a new partnership called the Red Shirt Engineering Program. It was established on Tuesday between Northwest Community College's Oxford campus and the School of Engineering at Ole Miss. The agreement allows aspiring engineering students to simultaneously get a degree from both institutions and you qualify for Northwest and Phi Theta Kappa transfer scholarships. That's big money. A student pursuing Consecutive degrees offered in the redshirt engineering program can be admitted to both schools, both Northwest and the Ole Miss School of Engineering, simultaneously, sequentially, however, and the student will spend the first three years as a full-time enrollee at Northwest while taking Ole Miss courses part-time. And then after completing the first three years at Northwest, the student enters the Ole Miss School of Engineering as a full-time student to complete the remaining courses required to earn an engineering degree. Pretty good deal. Uh, Worth noting that uh, students earning a 3.5 GPA in the red shirt program are eligible for a full tuition Phi Theta Kappa transfer scholarship. That is $16,000 scholarship to Ole Miss. And then uh, go on to complete that bachelor's degree. The program is expected to get 30 to 50 students annually. But we just got started on Tuesday. And their first recruit, the first student, is James Leister of Oxford. He's a 2022 graduate of Lafayette High School and the first student in the program. Congratulations to James and for the partnership with Ole Miss and the School of Engineering and Northwest Community College's Oxford campus, the Red Shirt Engineering Program. Sounds cool. You can find out more on this and everything, and I'll give the the website and more at the back end of this discussion. Uh, Northwest has several meet-the-director things going on. In fact, I'm going to be talking with Kerry Goff here on the program in moments, and and when we're done, he's basically going to be on the way to the DeSoto campus uh, as we talk and get ready. He's the new director for the Center of the Performing Arts on the Northwest campus, and so uh, we will get with Mr. Goff a little bit later on, but you get an opportunity to meet him this morning at 10 on the DeSoto campus in room 333. And then uh, later on today, he'll be in Oxford at 3 o'clock 
on the Oxford campus in room 153. So an opportunity to continue to meet the new director of the Center of Performing Arts, Kerry Goff. We will talk with him here in just a mere matter of moments and kind of meet him on air and talk with him about a little background information on him. You know how we do first-time guests, and especially someone like this. It's going to be you know, someone you will see if you go to this Performing Arts Center, and I'm excited some of the details uh, that I've heard, and we'll get into it with him in, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, you can read more about all of the things, again, at the school website, northwestms.edu. This week, there have been three new endowment scholarships announced. The families of John B. Goodwin, Emmett and Evelyn Hale, Bill and Marthola Allen all have endowed scholarships. And the Be the Light Foundation has established an annual scholarship at Northwest Community College that will be awarded to African-American students who graduated from Sinatobia High School and pursuing an allied health profession through their studies at Northwest. You can read about all those scholarships, check out more great families that All have their connections to Northwest Community College in past years. Now endowed scholarship and the Be the Light Foundation and their scholarship as well at northwestms.edu. You have any questions for us, you know the text message line 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. You follow us on Twitter at GDARB65. Keep it here because next we'll go ahead and we'll get a chance to meet the new director at the Center for Performing Arts at Northwest. We'll tell you all about Kerry Goff when we talk to him. And the show goes. It's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour at 9.15 on your Thursday. You're listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 and stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Very excited to get to this portion of the program today. It is our Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Coming up in the second portion of the show, we'll be talking registration for classes with Angela Dorch. We'll get with her on things for the rest of the summer, for things coming up in the fall. But now, we've talked about the Performing Arts Center, the new building that's been rolling on campus and completing construction hopefully as soon as possible but the new director has a chance to talk with us and a busy guy that you can actually meet in DeSoto County at the top of the hour. Carrie Golf is with us. Carrie, how are you? I'm doing great. It's glad to be here. Well, it's good to have you. Welcome to North Mississippi and for those unaware and look i read the release we've talked about that we've talked about it with different people in the fine arts department throughout time give us a little background on carrie golf what you've been doing in the past and how it came about you're now part of our family at northwest community college well i'm originally from texas and i and i come from uh down in the texas hill country in fredericksburg and fredericksburg is 70 miles north of san antonio 70 miles west of Austin, and the Texas Hill Country is a major tourist destination in Texas and really kind of the country. Fredericksburg is really known for the National Museum of the Pacific War, its iconic Main Street, and its wine industry, but it also has a really vibrant arts community, arts, music, the, those sort of things, and it's an old German community, and my family's an old German family. We're, we're, 
we've been there seven generations. My, my, my children were born there, which kind of made them the seventh generation. And, um, and so that's where I'm originally from. And then I, I went to McMurray University in Abilene, Texas, which is a private Methodist university, and I studied theater. And uh, when I was finished getting my BFA there, I went back to Fredericksburg, and I ran the Fredericksburg Theater Company, which was founded in 1997, and I succeeded the founder. And, uh, and I ran that theater as artistic and technical director for eight years. And um, the goal for me to run that theater was I kind of started there as a, as a youngster and fell in love with theater through that, and it was such an honor to go back and and run that theater and and the main goal there was to take it uh, kind of the next level from what the founder had built and and they were running around 150 nights a year with their performances and rehearsals and things like that and we jumped that up to 300 days a year mm. when we added education programs more shows more special events film screenings rentals and that was kind of the goal and then an opportunity came in 2018 to go back to my alma mater and do something similar, which was uh, do some revitalization there. And we, um, I started in 2018, became department chair of theater at McMurray University, and we and we took that from a department that really only had about 18 students in the department to over 45 students in the department in just about two years, and revitalized programs and um, just made it a, a, another kind of a destination for college students. But also with the summer programs we did, it was it was very much a regional theater too. And then I saw this posting, and it intrigued me because it was a total, from the ground up, mm. from scratch, opportunity to, to, to start something new. And I, on a whim, I threw my name out there, and here I am. Well, and we're glad to have you. I'm going to get you deeper into, you know, your hopes and your dreams as the director from the ground up and moving forward. But but in listening to you and, and, and following along in that early part, I want to ask you, you, you said you got involved early in the theater. Was there... A specific production? Was there a specific thing that you saw that just immediately drew you in? Because, you know, you know, people are listening and they have the different things that they've done throughout time. When you and I were having the conversation off mic, you know, I was talking about sports being the huge part of my life for sure, and a lot of people know that. But I have that background of playing drums and singing yeah. and doing things as well. So what drew you in in that early age that you, you did say, that's something I want to be a part of? So my grandparents used to take me uh, to the neighboring community from Fredericksburg called Kerrville, and in Kerrville there's a little there's a little town called Ingram, which is right outside of Kerrville, and that there was the was the Point Theater, and the Point Theater was an outdoor theater nestled on the banks of the Guadalupe River, and they did summer musicals outdoors. And my grandparents, I would stay with my grandparents for a week at a time in the summers, and and always the thing one of the to dos was they would take me to see the musicals. So I remember seeing The Music Man, Andy Get Your Gun, My Fair Lady, uh, Gigi, those kind of musicals. And I kind of liked the storytelling and the spectacle. And I was a, a kid in the 80s and 90s, and I was a big professional wrestling fan. <laughs> and, of course, you know, at, at five years old, when your parents finally say, you know, wrestling is not real, right? <laughs> and then, you know, the glass shattered. But it ended up not really mattering. mattered to me because I liked the storytelling and the spectacle and I saw a lot of that on stage with the lighting and the sets and the costumes. And so I guess my kind of very early childhood memories of loving professional wrestling carried over to really storytelling, spectacle, theater, plot, you know, and, and I fell in love. And then having to take a fine arts credit in high school, 
and then I get into a theater class, and I, and I start understanding the collaborative nature of theater and working with others and, and, and all working for a common goal to put on a successful production that, that hopefully touches lives and gets people excited about things, and, and also escapism, getting people to sit into a theater, put those worries aside, and enjoy something on stage, and that's how I fell in love. And then my first musical I was in was a production of The Music Man, and now I've done that show three or four times. And, um, and so that, that did it for me. You just won over the North Mississippi population just by the mention of wrestling. Well, I know, you know Jerry Lawler is, <laughs> is a big deal here, but in my area, it was the Von Erichs. Oh, right, yeah. And, yep. and my parents, remember them. Yeah, my parents went in 1979. They were living in Dallas just for a little bit. My dad was in trade school. They went to the Sportatorium every week, and they loved Carrie Von Erich so much that that's why they named me Carrie. So, oh, really? Yes. Okay, now, wait a minute. Now, all right, now, people may, because, you know, Von Erich and, and Lawler, they had their thing, right? I know, they had some battles. They went after it. All right, this is awesome. <laughs> Kerry Goff is with us. First time to get a chance to meet him. Uh, new director for the Performing Arts Center that's coming up on the Northwest Campus. So now that you are here and rolling, you know, you see the building that's that's going through and, and what it's going to be. But what do you hope this is for North Mississippi? Because it's not just for the campus. It's not just for the, the, the school itself. It's for all of us in this, you know, uh, as, as I like to say, uh, we, we definitely cover 11 different counties, but the signal goes into 13 counties in North Mississippi. Plus, you're going to get a chance to draw from Memphis, Tennessee to right. some events. Is that correct? That's that's right. I, I, I realistically, we we are going to make a seventy mile radius impact, no doubt about it, um, which is obviously going to go well into Memphis and obviously a little bit into Arkansas too. Um, we, I want the, obviously I want this to be a positive impact for the community and a leader in arts and culture for for Cenotopia and Tate County. Um, and what we're looking at is, is that the main goal is, is in the mission statement we've developed is, is we want to enrich, inspire, educate, and entertain people through the performing arts. And we're going to do that in a multitude of different ways. We're going to offer a performing arts series, and that, that's very similar to things that you would see at the Orpheum or the Ford Center or Bologna Center down at Delta State. So you're looking at uh, the potential for Broadway tours that are coming through. Great. And we're looking at so what I call celebrity attractions. That includes concerts. That includes tribute shows, uh, stand-up comedians, uh, premier lecturers from across the country. So we're looking at those kind of touring shows. I'm very big on family entertainment and children's performing arts series. So we're going to be booking in children's performing arts series, those tours that come through. We want that to happen. We also we're going to... Um, hit the um, classic film demographic and the audience is there and uh, we're going to have the capability to screen films so we're going to have a classic film series involved in this uh, season and then another thing that we're going to do my goal was is to make this an attainable venue for everyone no matter what so in terms of prices films you can go see a film for just five bucks uh, and then of course any of the performing arts series have different price points but we're going to have a different pricing to meet different needs out there in our community. But you don't have to be just someone who wants to buy a ticket to be participating at the pack. We're going to produce our own summer musicals in the summer. So every summer we're going to hold auditions. We're going to stage some of the great musicals that are out there in the Broadway library. So if you're an actor or if you're a performer or someone who even just likes to be in the chorus, 
come on down and audition because we're going to produce some really high-quality musicals. And we're also going to have two summer musicals, so one that's basically for children and adults, and then we'll do a theater camp and have like a junior musical presentation also. So uh, uh, myself and my wife are really big in, in children's theater, and so we want to offer that for the kids here in Cenotopia too. Well, that's exciting news. How big will, uh, as far as seating, what will we have inside the center? seating 1,203 in essentially three different um, sections. We have a lower orchestra section, which is the closest to the stage. Then there's an upper orchestra section, and then there's a balcony. And that that total is 1,203. And you'll have other things, right, because as we were talking, uh, band, choir from Northwest, they'll get that opportunity to be in the building, too. Absolutely. So, um, we have a big, the, the whole building is 65,000 square feet, which includes the, the lobby, the auditorium. There's a VIP room and a courtyard for events. And then there's an instructional side in the back of the house uh, beyond the dressing rooms and things like that. And that's where you will find our, our choir uh, ensemble rooms will be, our practice rooms will be, our band hall will be there. And, and, the, and the music department has now become an all Steinway school. And what that means is every instrument when it comes to pianos that is in that instructional side is a Steinway piano of some kind. And so uh, that's a cool opportunity for our students to be working on Steinway equipment. No doubt. Had a conversation uh, about that on the program. I think it is awesome that everything is going on. Now, there are chances to meet you. I know you've already done an event on the main campus, but we're talking here on a Thursday morning, and in mere minutes you're going to be talking with people on the DeSoto campus. What happens at those kind of meet-and-greet things? What will you tell us? Uh, basically what you're hearing here, I, I want everyone to to learn about the pack. We're, we're looking for accurate messaging so people get a – we want to manage expectations. We want people to understand there's multiple aspects to this venue. We have a performing arts series. We have a film series. We have summer theater for our regional talent in town. Northwest is going. Uh, Northwest students are going to be in there. The choir is going to perform in there. That includes men's choir, women's choir, mixed choir. The, the ranger band is going to be in there. The wind ensemble, the percussion band, the jazz band. The, the theater is going to be producing their, their musicals in there from time to time. Um, and so we want everyone to know exactly what's going on in there, that we're, we are a Steinway school and uh, that there are Steinway pianos in there that, of the highest quality. And so um, then we're also discussing what, what season tickets look like. Um, we're going to offer fixed season tickets. So the first season there will be ten events in the performing arts season, and uh, you have the ability to buy fixed season tickets, which is a ticket to every event, and, and you can buy tickets for the season tickets for the lower orchestra or the upper orchestra or the balcony, and those prices are, are accordingly to each section. And uh, there's a 10% discount if you, if, you, if you make the commitment to buy a season ticket. Then we also have flex season ticket passes, which is like a pick five, kind of like a create-your-own season ticket where you go, well, maybe I don't want all ten, but I kind of like these five events, and you can pick those five events. And then there's general tickets, of course. All of that sounds great. Look forward to meeting you maybe uh, in, in one of the events or soon and get a nice look at that building when everything is done. Carrie, I've taken enough of your time because you've got to move on and you've got to go meet other people. But thanks for talking with us on the program today. We'll catch up as things get started, I'm sure. Yes, thank you for the opportunity to, to talk about the pack. It's, it's an exciting opportunity for this area and it's going to be a lot of fun no doubt the sycamore bank ranger hour continues with angela dorch on the other side hang on this hour is everything northwest 
your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Great conversation with Kerry Goff. And again, you can meet him at the top of the hour at the DeSoto campus and then at 3 o'clock this afternoon on the Oxford campus, the new director of the Performing Arts Center that uh, hopefully... By the end of the year, you'll you'll see its completion, and then we'll start being able to attend events in the year 2023. Exciting times on on all of the campuses, but I, I can't wait to, to see the building in its completion, and then to see what Carrie and company can bring in and do. Let's go to a friend of the program. She's been on a couple of times. Angela Dorch is back. Hello, Angela. Hello. How are you? Things are good. I got excited. You know, you you see that big building that's coming up on the, the campus all the time, and, and we're going to get a chance to, to see different productions and maybe some concerts and some plays and movies and different things. And so I'm excited about new additions to the campus. Yes, truly excited. It's going to be an awesome building, and I can't wait to open a day. <laughs> well, they're doing some good work. I, I haven't been uh, on the campus in a little bit, but the times that I was you know, doing sporting events and things through baseball, softball season, and whatnot, it was interesting to watch uh, as the building was going up. So Angela's on with us, and of course, uh, that, that title for her uh, that we give you all the time is District Director of Admissions and Records Registrar. And Angela usually talks with us about graduations and different things, but she's been put to the task to talk to us about registration. Are we ready? Uh, can, can, can we go? We can go. <laughs> we can go. Let's start this way. Let's begin with summer registration, if you don't mind. How long do we have uh, for students to register for the second term? Well, we have a uh, registration going on now. Um, the deadline to register for second summer term is June the 28th. So students, come on in and get your schedules. we got a few classes going on for this summer that you can take standard session or even some online classes. So we're ready for you, so come on in so we can get you registered. All right, June 28th, so we got five days to do that and, and to get in and, and go. And I want to ask you some, some questions about different things, because when I go online and I look and I see priority registration, I see open registration, late registration, I think we can understand. But if we go through the priority registration process, what is that and how can it help us get in the classes we want? Priority registration is going ahead and pre-registering for your courses before the semester begins. Um, Northwest started priority registration earlier in the year as early as April the 1st um, for students who wanted to register for summer and for fall. So if those students were accepted, had all of their documents, they could have went ahead and pre-registered for the upcoming semester of their choosing. So that, that is going on even for the fall semester now? Yes, sir, it is. All right, and, and so then the dates for the fall semester, and then I've got a couple of other questions for you as well. Okay. What about the uh, fall semester registration? What, how, you know, I mean, I guess we have time to do that, but we don't need to procrastinate too long. Exactly. So we're registering right now for fall as well. The final deadline to register for fall is August the 16th for standard classes. And for online classes, the final deadline is August the 23rd. Take us through that enrollment process, if you don't mind. Sure. So students go on to our Northwest 
ms.edu website and they apply to the institution. Um, once they have applied and they've turned in all of our documents, um, they will be accepted into the institution and then they can come in and they can register for classes. Um, they can speak with uh, our Student Success Center during the summertime uh, because we have advisors that may not be available, but we do have an awesome Student Success Center with counselors that will be able to help them enroll in their courses. And then in August when our advisors return, we will have open registration where the students can come in and they can get registered for their classes as well in the fall. Angela Dorch on with us for a few more minutes discussing things in the registration world. Uh, you know, with that, we've talked about in, in different conversations with people the call center and how important that is. And I think having that number, Angela, where people can call, yeah, you, you can go online too and ask your questions, but that call center is there to answer any and everything. If they don't know an answer, I, I, I bet they get it for you. Yes, they do. You know, most of the times when the students call into the institutions, my office is who they get. Mm. And so we try to assist them and direct them in the best direction that we can to give them all the information that they need and try to get them to the proper person that they need to talk to so that they can get any other questions that we're not able to answer answered for them. You know, we've also mentioned this on the show, and I want I wanted to do this again because orientation, in-person orientation has been going on throughout the month of June, and I know we have dates July 12 and July 14, but you can also do it virtually. And one of the guests that we had on the program even recommended if you do the in-person orientation to go do the virtual one as well because it, it's an amazing thing that helps our students, prospective students and all, kind of figure out more about the Northwest system. That is absolutely correct. Um, we've had a tremendous uh, outstanding orientation in person, um, and the virtual one is very informational. So I would advise students, if they come see us in person, to also check out that virtual one as well. Last thing, we'll let you go. I, I hope the AC is working in your building, right? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. We, uh, yeah, see, I, uh, I had, we, had to, we had to get a little Freon in the home AC yesterday. Uh, things were about to go south in a hurry. Uh, so I, I know they're taking care of you, and they've got everything working. And we appreciate your time and being on and kind of touching on this subject with us. And, and I know you're waiting to see that next group of, of students that you can you know, meet, greet, and follow through uh, their Northwest education. Because in having you on in the past, I know that you have those relationships and they're very important to you. Uh, yes, I cannot wait to see the next set of group of students that we have coming in. The ones that I've already met are just awesome students that have big ideas, that have a great future ahead of them. And, and I just hope that for the ones who are still undecided, that they will still check out Northwest, even if they just take one or two classes just to get that, that college feel. I truly believe that once they choose Northwest, they won't regret it. And um, it's just going to be awesome this fall. I believe that the numbers are going to continue to increase. You know, we're past COVID. Everybody's just getting back into the swing of things. So I truly believe that Northwest is going to have an awesome fall semester, and I cannot wait to see all the students, all the football games, yes. basketball games, everything. Yes. I, 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 I fibbed. I do have one more question. Because okay. there's so many different things going on, right? Right. Uh, on main campus, DeSoto campus, Oxford campus. And let's just say that there, there, there's someone out there that has a question 
you know, about the Oxford campus, but they may dial the main campus number. Or vice versa. You get what I'm saying here? Can someone at each campus help out with other campuses and and other places uh, within this Northwest system? Yes, they can. Um, Our staff, everybody here is pretty much knowledgeable about what's going on. And the one thing that I've learned, if we don't know the answer, our our job and our duty to make sure that our students get what they need is to find out the answer. So that student would not leave that call not knowing what it is that they need to do or without their questions being unanswered. Excellent. Angela, thank you for being on the program again. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly a pleasure. Yes, ma'am. We'll do it again. That's our friend Angela Dorch on with us. She is... Uh, uh, again, helping us out with registration. Usually we get her, you know, talking graduations and different things as well, but we're getting into and, and, and giving you some dates there with registration with the District Director of Admissions and Records, the registrar, Angela Dorch. And you can go to, as she mentioned, and as I have when I was doing some of the other programs, uh, you know, that are going on, the scholarships, uh, the announcements of whether it's the new athletic director, Carrie Goff, who we spoke with just moments ago, NorthwestMS.edu. NorthwestMS.edu. That's your number uh, as far as a website is concerned. And when you get to that website, you can ask your questions online. You can find that call center. You can find all the numbers and everything that you need all in one spot. 945, it's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour on this Thursday. June 23rd. We'll be back with a couple of things in the Northwest sporting world. Finish this show and get you on to a Thursday. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Well, another solid Thursday program, the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. We thank Sycamore Bank. We thank Northwest Community College. Providing us some content today, 10 minutes from now, on the DeSoto campus is your chance to meet Carrie Goff, our first guest on this show. And then at 3 o'clock this afternoon on the Oxford campus as the new director of the Performing Arts Center that will be at NWCC in Senatobia. You can do that. We thank Angela for being on the program also. A couple of sporting items to get to, and then we'll close down and tell you what to expect the rest of your Super Talk day. After a great finish to a 2022 baseball season, uh, where the Rangers advance to the Region 23 tournament. Uh, they will have at least six players continuing their uh, athletic and academic careers at, at four-year schools. Five of them on the Division One level. John Luke Marlin is going to play at UAB. Connor Spencer at Southeastern Louisiana. Zach Willingham, South Alabama. And then Ryan Lee, who won uh, the MACCC Player of the Year, committed to Arkansas Little Rock. Center fielder Caleb Hobson is going to UT Martin. And I've had a chance, uh, being involved with the Cotton States Baseball League in New Albany, to see Caleb uh, playing in the Woodbat College League. And he's still playing well uh, in that event. And the Skyhawks of UT Martin getting a good one. And then Delta State landed uh, the pitcher Colton Presley off the team. So John Luke Marlin, 
Connor Spencer, Zach Willingham, Ryan Lee, Caleb Hobson, and Colton Presley, all scheduled to extend their athletic and academic careers somewhere along the way. UAB, Southeastern Louisiana, South Alabama, Arkansas, Little Rock, UT Martin, and Delta State, all getting a former Ranger. And so congratulations to each and every one of those young men along the way. And get ready, the next sport to begin. We've got volleyball. About two months away. The 2022 season opener for Coach Allison Burchett. Obviously, when we get closer to time, we'll have Coach back on the program. 11 home matches to highlight the schedule. And it starts opening the season hosting Chattanooga State and Champion Christian College on Saturday, August 20th. You can go to nwccrangers.com to keep up with athletics and these stories and go find the schedule for volleyball. That is up. Very simple to to get there and to see that on that Saturday, August 20th against Chattanooga State will be the first. And then you can see the rest of the schedule as it rolls along. A lot of out-of-state schools and a lot of four-year schools because only Northwest, Itawamba, and Pearl River currently are, are playing uh, volleyball in the community college world in the state of Mississippi. So there is some travel. There's some things to do. But Coach Burchett and company get ready and start in August with the 2022 volleyball schedule. Still early in that program's history, and we wish them some luck, and we'll get Coach on again when we get closer to that August the 20th date. 93.7, so now you know what's happening for the rest of the day. Time for me to move out of the studio. Gerard comes in next tomorrow. We're back at it at 9.06 here in the LitcoMetals.com studio. Enjoy Thursday. I will talk to you at 9.06 in the morning. So long.